guys, welcome back. Week nine's over with. Week 10's on the doorstep. Uh, more than halfway through the season now. We're starting to get a good look at the teams. Um, you know, it's just another normal podcast. I'm, I'm trying to get better. It doesn't seem like it's getting better. I'm working on it, guys. I'm trying to bring more energy. It's hard being alone, though. But, yeah, we, we got another one for you. I switched up the order a little bit. We'll, we'll start off with week nine. We'll go into Thursday night. And as I'm saying my picks for Thursday night, that'll move us into the Week 10 bets. Uh, not much else going on in other sports, so we're really just sticking to football this week. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess NBA's dropping a lot of city uniforms. Baseball, you know, talks for Lindor's picking up. Nothing's going to happen soon. But, you know, keep an eye out on who's, you know, in the in the top five, I guess you could say. Uh, the Mets, Steve Cohen has officially bought the Mets. If you're a Mets fan... I, I am happy for you. Uh, and he, he even he came out and said today or yesterday, if there's not a World Series in the next five years, it'll, it'll be a disappointment, which is good news for the Mets fans. Uh, I mean, they now have the richest owner in the MLB. They're going to spend money, and they're going to do what they can. Uh, that's about it for other sports. Um, but, yeah, let's get into the episode. Week 9 was an interesting week. Uh, very exciting quarterback play, I gotta say. Uh, so let me just let me just name some guys that you know played really good. Alex Smith, Jake Lutton, Teddy Bridgewater, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Tua Tagovailoa, Kyler Murray, Joe Flacco, and Garrett Gilbert. Uh, obviously, you know a few of these guys we've had our eye on for a while. You know, obviously Mahomes, Allen, Kyler, Herbert even. But Alex Smith had a great week. Uh, you know, he, Kyle Allen got hurt earlier in the game. Alex Smith went in 24-32. and 32. He was 24-32 of 32 for 325 yards, a touchdown, and three interceptions. I know, obviously, three interceptions is a lot. I didn't get a chance to go back and look, see, you know, whose fault they really were. But he had the touchdown, and he was also efficient. I mean, 24 of 32, and he had 325 passing yards. Uh, Terry McLaurin had 100 yards. They had another receiver get 100. Sad news is the Giants prevailed. They took the game 23 to 20. Next game, let's talk Houston and Jacksonville. Gardner Minshew broke his finger, fractured his finger or something. So he was out. Uh, They start the rookie six-round pick, Jake Lutton or Luton. He's uh, from Oregon State. Guy's supposed to be, you know, supposed to have a really big arm, kind of athletic. He was, I mean, it's a bad Houston Texans team, but he played good for, you know, his first start as a rookie. He was 26 of 38 with 304 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, You know, very similar to Alex Smith, minus interceptions. Uh, And they also also couldn't get his first win. Uh, Houston won 27-25 to in Jacksonville. Uh, Jags fans, uh, I guess this is a good sign. You got, you know, another quarterback that's got kind of potential, and you also lost. Uh, and we'll talk about that Jets loss later on, but you lost. Helps you out in the draft positioning, right? Uh, another guy who – now, I've been – Teddy Bridgewater is a franchise quarterback. I've been saying it since he was on the Saints, you know. Uh, obviously, I mean, I've said it when he's on Minnesota, but, you know, he got hurt. Then he goes to the Saints, and I was like, watch, he's going to be good. 
goes to Carolina, you know, people are thinking, oh, he's just going to be a bridge quarterback for whoever they draft. They're not going to be very good. They're not going to be very uh, – they're not really competing for, you know, a title this year. They're rebuilding. They're not. I mean, yeah, their defense is missing a lot of pieces, uh, and they, they can fill that in free agency in the draft, but their offense is good. Teddy Bridgewater is good. They got three good receivers, and Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and I can't think of the third guy's name. He's good, though. They have three good receivers, and then they got, obviously, Christian McCaffrey. Their own line's not terrible. And then they got Teddy Bridgewater at the helm. You know, Teddy Bridgewater is a good quarterback, and I think he's their franchise quarterback. I, I think my uh, Matt Rule likes him. I think uh, he's doing good in Joe Brady's system, you know, the one Joe Burrow thrived in in LSU. And if Joe Brady, you know, can maybe stay there another year, because obviously – Brady's gonna get a head coaching job somewhere, uh, with for what he's done just with a young young quarterbacks or you know new quarterbacks, but Bridgewater he's the guy and he played great. Unfortunately, he went against you know probably the best quarterback in the league and Patrick Mahomes. Bridgewater three hundred ten yards, two touchdowns, but Carolina lost thirty one to thirty three in Kansas City. Uh, now, on the other side, Mahomes had 372 yards and four touchdowns. But, I mean, overall, that was a very exciting game. I mean, Carolina had the lead at halftime, uh, and then it was close the rest of the game. Uh, it was a good one. Carolina's not bad. Uh, and we'll get to that later on in the bets. Um, another guy who did good, Herbert, obviously. They, they Chargers lost a heartbreaker. Uh, you know, threw it through a pass to the right corner of the end zone to the backup tight end. Initially ruled a touchdown with one second on the clock. Uh, and then, or no, the time was, there's one second before the play. Initially ruled a touchdown. They reviewed it and it was incomplete. He, he dropped it. Uh, I mean, good call by the refs, but just <laughs> if you're a Chargers fan, it's gotta suck. Uh, to think that Tua's played and he started two games and he has a better record. He has more wins and a better record than uh, Justin Herbert. Now, last week against the Rams, or I guess two weeks ago, you could say, Tua didn't play good. Not, not. I'm not blaming him. It's not his fault. Uh, it's just his first start. He's a rookie. He's you know, he was off of coming off a big injury. He's a rookie. I mean, what else can you say? But uh, this week he actually he he didn't do bad. Uh, he was efficient. He really he really worked that Cardinals defense, and uh, he played a lot better this week. And you know it worked out. Miami got the win in Arizona, thirty four thirty one. Obviously, you know going against another young quarterback in Kyler and a potent offense, uh, and he beat him out. And not that it's not Kyler's fault. Kyler played good. The Cardinals' main struggle right now is that defense. Uh, Isaiah Simmons isn't really, you know, the guy they thought they drafted yet. He's still got a lot to learn. Obviously, the physical talents are there, but uh, his, I guess, just his defensive IQ and awareness is still developing. Uh, and then their secondary is just, I guess, you could say their secondary is kind of getting thrashed because the pass rush isn't getting there. Hassan Reddick's playing better now that he's actually lined up on the D line, pass rushing, but. Cardinals still have some things to work on, but they have Kyler and Hopkins for the long haul. Uh, Kingsbury, I love I love what he's doing there. Uh, 
But yeah, and maybe you know if Kenyon Drake comes back and gives the Cardinals more of a power run game that Chase Edmonds can't give them, you know they they win that game. Uh, another game that's it's weird for sure. Pittsburgh and Dallas uh, going into this game, Pittsburgh was supposed to just destroy the Cowboys, right? And rightfully so. I mean the Cowboys are terrible this year, uh, and Pittsburgh is undefeated. They're the only undefeated team in the league. Uh, and obviously these two teams have a lot of history together, but still no one expected this game to be remotely close. And Dallas looked like they were going to win for a good amount of it. Pittsburgh ultimately took the game 24 to 19 in Dallas, but it was very interesting to watch. I mean, unless you're a Steelers fan, uh, on the bright side for Dallas, Garrett Gilbert, uh, he was a, a he was either a late round pick or undrafted in the 2014 draft. He played at the University of Texas. He he beats out Cooper Rush in practice, so he gets the he gets the nod for the starting job, and he impressed. Uh, and I have to say, good job to their offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. You know, a former quarterback himself. Uh, I I like what they did. McCarthy's not the guy, uh, and I don't even think Kellen Moore's a head coach type of guy. But if they can get a, obviously they'll get Dak. They're they're signing Dak long term. If Zeke can stop sucking, I mean the dude has been terrible. The O line needs to you know kind of get back into their groove. They have three good receivers though. They got a decent enough tight end. If you know they can fill the holes and mesh together on that defensive, you know, like in just the whole defense, I guess you could say, then Cowboys could be dangerous. I hate to say it, but they, if they get the right head coach, Cowboys could be dangerous. Another game. Let's talk about uh, a lot of people. I mean, this was I don't Seattle and Buffalo. I don't really know what to say. Everyone had different thoughts going into the game. Uh, I was just excited to watch it. I didn't really know who was going to win. I I felt like Seattle because Buffalo just hasn't been playing great lately. Uh, but Buffalo, you know, they're at home. Seattle traveled, what, three hours ahead. I mean, Buffalo wins, wins 44-34, and a big part of that was Josh Allen. I guess another big part of it was Seattle's defense. They're just horrible. Josh Allen, he's back to playing MVP caliber football, just like he was the first few weeks of the season. And like I said last week, probably my favorite thing to watch is when the Bills are playing good football. It, it's just it's so fun to watch, especially this season with Stephon uh, Stephon Diggs. But just to watch Josh Allen and Diggs, and you know, even if they can get the running game going, last year was fun with Frank Gore. This year, you know, we got to deal with Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, but. Uh, you got John Brown still. Even Cole Beasley's catching stuff out the slot. It's just it's a fun offense to watch. And then whenever their defense is putting it together, you know, to see like a young Ed Oliver out there, Tremaine Edmonds, uh, Poyer, Hyde. It, it's just Tredavious White. I mean, I could go on. They have a ton of talent. Uh, and whenever they play good football, it's fun. It's fast. It's exciting. It, I love to watch it. Uh, Let's talk about New England and the Jets before we talk about New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Um, New England, the New England Jets game was 
it, this was the Monday game. I'm sure a lot of you probably didn't watch it because it wasn't supposed to be very fun. It wasn't supposed to be a good game. But if you're a football fan, I mean, I so I was I had I thought New England was going to blow them out. I thought, hey, New England's going to go in there. They know who the Jets are. Uh, they play them twice a year. You know, they haven't really changed. Joe Flacco really just said, no, <laughs> you're not coming in here. We're, we're going to win a game. And uh, and the Jets were the better team until the second half of the fourth quarter, you could say. Uh, but, the I mean, the Patriots, could they moved on offense. They uh, Cam Newton barely ran the ball, um, like barely. And, you know, that's what they've been, you know, leaning on all season. So I guess him throwing it was kind of like a, hey, we can throw it too. But just the, the Patriots' defense – is horrendous right now uh, because of so many players opting out, especially this week they're missing Stephon Gilmore and J.C. Jackson. Just play. He had a bad. He had a bad week. Uh, I don't know. If it was just lack of preparation, but he he had a bad week. I believe he's the third year cornerback. They really like him up there in New England. Um, and it's not like he was covering any top two receivers. Yeah, Perriman's got speed. That's about it, though. I mean, they didn't really have anyone else. Uh, Crowder wasn't even playing. Uh, and Joe Flacco just, he, he looked like he was, you know, playing in his Super Bowl MVP season again. He he looked amazing. And it was weird to see that Gase actually didn't seem like a terrible coach. Uh, but, yeah, ultimately the Jets had terrible coaching at the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, I mean, they could have just ran the ball you know, ended the game. I, I mean, get some first downs, but they, they could have ended the game and they decided to throw it and then they throw it long and, you know, interception and then turnover and they got a punt. It's just, it was, it was a wild ending that New England shouldn't have won and they did. And I guess good news for the Jets that they lost and, could turn out to be bad news for the Patriots. They're not out of the playoffs yet, but they're just they, they don't look like a good team at all. And now it's, it is the Patriots. Uh, I know in the past everyone didn't want to doubt Tom Brady. I don't want to doubt Belichick. Um, they could turn around. They could figure something out. I'm not going to doubt them, but they they do not look good right now. And if they don't make the playoffs, this win is going to hurt them. Obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was looking like it was going to be the Jets first win and, uh, that would have destroyed a ton of fans hopes for Trevor Lawrence because they would have been tied with Jacksonville for the worst record in the NFL. And that's what I saw earlier is like, this is good news for Jacksonville that, uh, they lost, but hopefully, you know, if you're a Jets fan, hopefully y'all keep sucking. I mean, it's, it's good. Y'all didn't fire Adam Gase, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Let's move on. Uh, the game of the week, Sunday night, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, obviously, they played week one. They lost. Kind of expected, right? I mean, if you know if you know football, expected loss week one. Tampa Bay, no, no preseason, uh, limited, limited uh, offseason, new quarterback, learning a new system. Uh, I mean, uh, new pieces on the team, Fournette and Gronk. It's a lot that just needed to get together, you know? And so they lost, and I was like, okay, I mean, expected, they'll get it together. And they did. 
I mean, they hadn't looked bad since that week one. They had been playing great. Even Gronk is he's back in it, you know. He's he's had a touchdown in the last three games. And then uh I I haven't got to watch the coaches film, hasn't come out yet. But they were just terrible. Uh I mean the the Buccaneers offense was horrible and their defense was just as bad. Uh not, and like I said, the Saints didn't play like great. They, it wasn't outstanding. Uh, they just kind of they took what the Buccaneers gave them, and the the Buccaneers gave them way too much. Saints ended up winning thirty eight to three, and it was over. <laughs> it was halfway through the second quarter. It, it it was terrible game for the Bucks. Uh, and I hate that because I I love Bruce Arians. Antonio Brown played though. Uh, I mean he was a bright spot. He looked good. Made a few good catches. I, I, I really I don't know what wrong. I'll have to figure that out. Uh, hopefully that coach's tape will come out before next week's episode. But, yeah, uh, that's about it for, you know, what happened week nine. Moving on, let's talk Thursday night football. We got the Colts. We got the Titans. They're in Tennessee. It's supposed to be a close game. It's a division game. It's I think it's going to be a good one. I'm excited. Uh, Indianapolis or Tennessee's favored by one point. Uh, over-unders, 48 and a half. Uh, here are my picks. I'm, I'll say right now, here are my picks. Tennessee, I'm taking Tennessee with one point, uh, and I'm going to take the over. I I think, you know, obviously Rivers, Phillip Rivers hasn't got to, you know, be in this rivalry yet. I mean, if you want to call it a rivalry, they're division guys, right? Um, but he hasn't got to be in this rivalry. Tannehill hasn't really got to either, though. I think Titans try to run the ball. I think they do it successfully. And I think the Colts are. I think they sling that ball all over the field. I I I think Naheem Hines has a big night. I think Jonathan Jonathan Taylor, you know, maybe gets a couple goal line touchdowns. I think Derrick Henry and AJ Brown go off. I think it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, a gun show. I'm excited. It's it's a really important game for both teams. Uh, you know, Tennessee hadn't been playing very good. Uh. And now they kind of got to get back on track. And, you know, the Colts lost a, a winnable game against the Ravens team that doesn't look very dangerous. You know, not as dangerous as they looked the past few seasons. But this is going to be a big game. I, the Colts, I, do, I don't think, are in playoff contention right now. They're, they're close. They're right on the border. But I don't. if the season ends today, I don't think they're in it. Obviously, the Titans are as well as they're winning the division. But either of these teams could still win the division. And... They could both easily make the playoffs, especially with the expanded postseason. They added one team. So, I don't know. I think it's a big game. It's it's going to be uh, exciting. That, that's my take on it. Uh, like I said, ten, I'm taking Tennessee minus one, and I'm taking the over. Final score, 31-27, Tennessee, lock it in. Moving on, it's the moment we've all been waiting for, the Week 10 bets. Last week, I did terrible. I was one for five. I lost both my top picks on the season total. I'm I'm eight and twelve, uh, and with my top picks, I'm four and three. Last week really killed me. Hopefully this week we're gonna bounce back. I only have six picks for you this week, but three of them are top picks. All right. Let's start with the top picks this week. Maybe reverse the luck. Uh, I have Carolina. Uh, I'm taking Carolina five and a half uh, versus Tampa Bay. So Carolina is at home. Tampa Bay is coming off 
a terrible game. And Carolina's coming off a good game. I, I like Carolina. Like I talked about earlier, Bridgewater is the guy. And Carolina's not a bad team. They got a good coaching staff now. They're, they're rolling. McCaffrey is out again, unfortunately. He got hurt last week. But Mike Davis isn't bad. Uh, he's, he's playing a good backup role there. So I'm taking Carolina, and I'm taking the points. Uh, it's plus five and a half. Next game. Uh, I'm, I'm really just hoping this happens. I also do think it will, though. I'm taking Buffalo to beat Arizona. Uh, looking at this, I know they're playing in Arizona. They're going back two hours. Arizona was favored to win this game, though, and I think that's I think that's a stretch, and I think it might change. So, if I was you, I'm taking Buffalo just to win straight out, taking the money line plus one twenty three, and I I think you got to do it and put your bets in now because I think this will flip. I think Buffalo will be favored at some point, but they just played a great game against Seattle. Arizona just played terrible defense against you know a rookie quarterback and the Dolphins. I'm like I said, I that's probably my favorite pick. I'm taking Buffalo. Um, next pick, another one that probably just like the Buffalo Arizona game. It might get flipped. The Rams are favored against Seattle. I'm taking Seattle. I I don't know why the Rams are favored, but I'll take the money line on Seattle. I don't think the I've said it before. The Rams aren't a great team. They've beat the worst division. <laughs> I mean, they could. They they're just not a great team. Seattle is. Obviously, their defense in there, and I know the Rams are coming off a bye, but I'm taking Seattle at plus 106. So, again, Carolina, plus 5.5, taking the points. Buffalo, money line, Seattle, money line. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident about all of those. Um, the rest of the picks, uh, there's not a lot of great ones. I had to not really stretch, but just kind of convince myself to choose these. Uh, the first one, I'm taking Philadelphia, money line against the Giants. Philadelphia is coming off a bye. Hopefully, it gave them all a chance to rest up. We know how important that is for the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, yeah, I, I think they'll win. Uh, and then another one. Th- this is probably the one I'm stretching for. But uh, Cleveland minus three and a half versus the Texans. Uh, so they're at home, uh, and the Houston can't stop the run. They, I'm pretty sure they have their worst run defense on a per game average. Cleveland uh, lost Odell, but they run the ball pretty good. I, I, Houston's on a good team. Cleveland's good. They're not great. They're not bad. They're good. I'm taking Cleveland with the points, three and a half. If if you don't want to take them with the points, take a money line. Just the points gave me better odds. Uh, but yeah, three and a half. So it's a stretch. But I think they'll I think they'll get out of there with you know maybe ten point win. Um. Last game, a lot of you are probably going to disagree, especially after what New Orleans just did to the Buccaneers. But I'm taking the 49ers plus nine in New Orleans. Uh, I I don't really have much to back this up, except for I'm not scared of the Saints. <laughs> I've been saying it all year. They they don't impress me. San Francisco has a great coaching staff. They do impress me. Uh, and I'm pretty sure San Francisco is coming off a bye. I don't remember exactly, but I think they're coming off a bye. I know they're traveling to New Orleans. It's only, it's not a big deal. I, I mean, I'm not saying they'll win, but I don't think they'll lose by nine. I think, I think this could be a close game, maybe a one or two point game. So those, those are the picks. You know, Philadelphia money line, Cleveland minus three and a half, or money line if you want, and San Francisco plus nine. Uh, that's about it for this week's episode. I'll see y'all next week. Um, 
hopefully my picks can get back to being on top. But yeah, y'all have a good one.